Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right. What's happening, dude? Richard knows what I'm talking about. So I don't even have to bring Richard in because Richard knows what's up because he's a Cadillac man. But you know what? Cadillac dropped the ball a few times, too. <laughs> and you yeah. know what? This segment is going to be Crazy Caddies. <laughs> and I've got two. Start out with the good one, please. <laughs> okay, we will. The Cadillac Alante. See now, this yes, thing, I'm, I'm just have to set this segment out. Well, because this actually this car hit its stride when end. you were born. Um, it was actually they came out in '87, yeah, but they didn't get popular until like '89, and then '90, '91, '93, and then the last then the last Alantes. I mean, there were some cool cars, but they only made twenty-one thousand. Between 87 and 93. The Elante was like the Fiera. Wonderful idea, but they brought it out when they were crap. And then right when they started becoming good cars. They killed it. See, yeah. it, it kind of reminds me of the very first generation of the Pontiac Grand Am. Well, no, no, not even that, remotely. That was a whole different. Everything. It was, um, a, it was a bigger car. It was almost like an Eldorado. I, I would compare it to that. Well, uh, it was on an Eldorado chassis. Hang on, it was let me Google designed this by Pininfarina. Um, bodied in I tell Italy. You what, it puts me in mind of the Maseratis that Chrysler had a little bit. A better, much better looking version. Oh, much of, better. And, and, and a and much better. They're a sexy car. I mean, even for the time, they are a good looking they're car. They're beautiful. I don't think anyone can Ewing, dispute that. J.R. Ewing rocked one, need I say more. And yeah. they came in bright red. A that, bright red caddy. That's pimp like no other. Man, think about a polo green with tan leather oh, and a North just, Star. How about the white, black top, black leather guts? You know, Ooh, it yeah, works. Yeah, that's actually... That's that was the exact car I was thinking of, but it's more Cavalierish. It's not Cavalierish. Yeah, it's well, designed it's by Pininfarina in Italy. It kind of looks like a Cavalier. This thing's terrible, y'all. They design Ferraris. This Coming from the man that drives a '91 Caprice, this thing's wagon. horrible. That is not horrible. That's a good-looking car. That is a car. beautiful car. That is, I would actually rock an Elante. I would. I think they missed the mark. Question. I'm gonna tell you what. You guys go ahead. They brought it out before they engineered enough to cost how much it cost. Well, Look that, at this dashboard in this thing. It's the nineties. It's got the same steering wheel your Caprice has got in it. Yeah, yeah. Please. Except it's wrapped in leather. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's got a Cadillac emblem on it. Uh, yeah, they did put the Cadillac crest on it. But but, but the thing about the cars that were cool is they actually used a lot of the the Cadillac components. Eldorado wheels was on an Eldorado platform, right. but the body was designed like by, by Pinfarina. But the thing that was cool about it is you know they came out with the four point five, which is nothing but a punched out four point one. But the four point nine came in it, which and then good. and the four nines were, were good motors. And then they came out with the North Star, which the North Star was a phenomenal engine. Oh, fantastic! Two me, things look. killed the North Star: water pump issues. And that stupid two-piece block. Let me ask you guys. But a they were all high mileage problems. A serious question: Do you really like this car? Yes. Yes. That's a, and it's a, and I'll be honest with you. I really see this being a collectible car. It will. Be. Well, I mean, it's a Cadillac. Yeah, it's a convertible oddball, Cadillac. Yeah, it's oddball a Cadillac. Two-seater convertible it, Cadillac. It, exactly. I definitely agree with collectability down the road, but styling. 
It's a it's a good looking car. car. It's it's that '90s styling, real clean, kind of chiseled. Just just you know what I'm saying. Well, no. not chiseled, kind of smooth. That yeah, '90s yeah. styling is sitting out in the parking lot. That '91 wagon. That's '90s styling. Well, and this car shares a lot of features with that. Even the dashboard looks similar to your car. There's a I lot feel of like things. We're really letting the Elante down right now. <laughs> exactly, even comparing it to a Caprice. But it's just GM styling, and it was a very classy car. You got to think about mm. the cars of the times. Look at the Mercedes at the times of these of these years. They look were the designed BMW. in the seventies. Well, exactly, and they still look the same. This was something brand new. This was like, this was like your business professional. I'm sorry, guys. I'm it's almost you. it's almost like the V12 Jag of the early eighties. I'm gonna have to let you guys have this one. If I can't you, do if, it. If you were a stockbroker and you and you had you, a coke problem, you drove an Alante in the '90s. Of course you did. You know, you had a Jag in the '80s, Alante in the '90s. It's it's the new thing. Or you were an old tycoon in Texas, you drove one. Or an E30. No, oh, no. The, an Alante costs as much as two E30s. Exactly. That's the bad <laughs> part. Um, these were nice cars. Uh, they kind of got a bad rap. Kind of came in at a bad time. There's a few things they could have switched up, but there again, I think the XLR was probably one of the most perfect Cadillac Roadsters ever made, and it was a flop too, though. Yeah, yeah. So just two door Cadillacs, just two like that convertible Cadillacs, also. just don't really take off, and that market's really not there anymore. It's kind of like the two seat Thunderbirds, and we're going to be talking about that here in the next segment. But and that and that was just it just didn't take off. You know what I'm saying? As far as you know, as far as that goes, so it just goes to show you where the times have changed. I mean, one of the best-selling, most iconic Thunderbirds of all time was the five-six-seven Thunderbird, but now that car coming out, it's not useful anymore. And, and see, I didn't like the remake of that. You know, and, and I mean, and, and a lot of people didn't. And like I said, we're going to touch base on that here in the next segment. But while we're talking about Cadillacs, now I got one that I think everybody in this room can agree on: the Cadillac Cimarron. Ugh. Oh man, the Cadillac Cavalier. Exactly. Well, you got to think about it. Actually, in 1976, they started planning this J body platform, and you know, of course, all the corporation jumped in on it. Chevrolet made you know the citation. Yeah, that they was had, the X. The yeah, citation. Yeah. Well, or so Chevrolet had their version of it, which was the Cavalier. They had the Pontiac J2, was it a J2000? It started as a J2000, and then it became the Sunbird. Exactly. And then you had Buick had the Skylark. Hawk. Oh, it was the Hawk, yeah. So everybody had, exactly. So why not Cadillac jump on board? And actually, the GM execs told them it was a bad idea, <laughs> but they still did it. And they came out in 1981. May 21st of 1981 with the Cimarron by Cadillac. And basically, it's a Cavalier with Cadillac emblems on it. It's everything a Cavalier is with Cadillac emblems and leather upholstery. And you could even get it with cloth. Um, and you could even get it with a four-speed manual transmission in your Cadillac. <laughs> if you wanted some performance. Oh, man. See, These cars sold horribly. I, I, like, I'm sorry. The Elante looks like a new version of it. But but you no, speaking of but speaking of numbers wise, they actually sold more of these in the first year of Cimarron's than they did the SSRs. They sold twenty five thousand the first year. The second year, however, wasn't yeah. that strong. The second year they sold twenty five hundred. <laughs> they sold more of these ugly pieces of crap in the first year. Of How production. much do you think an eighty one Cadillac Cimarron was in nineteen eighty one? Do you have the numbers? Yes, I do. I'm it gonna would, guess ninety eight hundred. I'm gonna guess around. <laughs> and I know what an Elante costs. I don't know. I'm gonna say in the neighborhood of sixteen. Sixteen thousand. Nineteen eighty one. Well, okay, then I'll a go. Cor- a new Corvette in nineteen eighty one was twelve thousand dollars. Okay, well five thousand then. 
way off. This car was $12,131 for a Cadillac Cimarron. Yeah. In today's so, numbers, so now if you took... So a Cavalier t- cost more than a uh, Corvette in 81. The Cimarron did. Now, <laughs> like I said, a Cavalier cost more But now than this is the thing that's crazy about this, though. In today's numbers, you know how much that is now? $12,000 in 1981, you know what the equivalent of that is today? No, I know. $32,600. That's a very expensive Cavalier. Yeah, that's not a good But, but if you think about it, though, go buy, what's, what's, what's comparable, uh, Chevrolet comparable to a Cavalier now? What do you say, a Cruze? Yeah, I would say a Cruze. Is it a probably Cruise? The yeah. They're 28, 29, so they're really not far off the mark. With the going, you know, with the the change of money, you know. Yeah, the difference is, is that we make good cars now, and I mean, I, I think. Right, but you know what? Back then, they thought that was a good car too. That's the bad uh, thing. Not really. Because they didn't know any different. <laughs> not really. Uh, it um, wasn't very well received. No, it wasn't very well received. But you know, they actually sold good. And I've they heard did stories from old Cadillac dealers that talked about like they were a popular car because it was like an entry level Cadillac, and it was the first time that that was ever available. And to be honest, by '88, the last year for those. They were becoming decent cars. Well, they had a turbo version that came out. They and had a V6, the 2.8. Yeah, yeah and, the 2.8. And then in 89, they said, let's make an Elante. No, in 87, they made the Elante. Yeah, yeah they, because they, they were phasing it out. They weren't comparable at all. Yeah, no, I mean, the Elante was the top of the line. This was very bottom. This was the Elante this, was top of the line. This was the, the Elante was the top of the line. The 190E <sighs> of Mercedes is like the Cimarron. Yeah. I'm glad I was the two point three one ninety. I'm glad yeah, I was yeah, just the, born in this time one. and didn't really, didn't really take it in. I'm I'm really glad well, for that. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, and you actually still see some of these cars on the road, which is insane. Hmm. Thank goodness we don't see many of them. Though. Yeah, just that's that's terrible, is what it is. It is terrible. But I mean, the Cimarron's it was a cool car, and it's something you know. It just shows you. I mean, this is the reason why I was a one hit wonder. I'll tell you what else is going to be a one-hit wonder of this show if we don't stop for a commercial break. All right, guys. we got more one-hit wonders of automobiles right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We're talking about one-hit wonders today on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. And, you know, we touched base on this in the last segment, in our Cadillac segment. We talked about it a little bit on the SSR segment. Hi, Rob. <laughs> Can I get to it first? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Do your thing. I dude. mean, are you are you are you having issues over there? No, I'm good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say, do you need a tissue? I'm good. Anyway, <laughs> let me introduce Odd Rod Pettit. Don't use my government now, please. Yeah, got priors. And we have Richard Hoskins in the studios. <laughs> anyway, so back to back to it. We're talking about one hit wonder cars, and you know what? The Thunderbird. When you think Ford Thunderbird, what do you think of Richard? Uh, you think of the, the baby birds? You know Bill Elliott. Well, the of course, first number 200 nine. mile an hour NASCAR. Say, I think of American Graffiti. Suzanne Summers. You daggum right. That's my boy, Pound. <laughs> but those cars, and they tried to make a comeback with the 11th gen, 2002 2005. Mm-mm. You know, they used the LS platform, which the LS was kind of, you know, that Jag, Lincoln, Ford, baby thing. Going it was together. a good idea. In theory. Yeah. Um, it was a good idea. Now, the Jags, they were the X-Type or the S-Type? X-Type and the S-Type. The S-Type was still kind of Jag. X-Type was basically a Jaguar Taurus. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, it really was. And the S-Types, yeah, well, they were kind of cool. Yeah. I love the styling of the S-Type. Oh, well, it's a Jaguar. It is. I love that. But it's got that classic. What's that? The Mark? What do they call that front end? Like uh, the, the like the Vanden Plas style. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very classy. Yeah. S-type it's a good-looking car. Um, Not a very reliable car. No, no. Not a great but, car. But, but a good-looking car. You know, 
There's something that boggles my mind is Jaguar is synonymous for knowing to be a small block V8 Chevy swap platform because they're so well, there's, there's so numerous unreliable. companies. There's numerous American companies that are in business because Jaguar is. Yeah. Um, that make swap kits. Why yeah. Why has no one quit buying them? Why has no they're, one... They're better up, now. They're, they're actually, they're a lot better now than they've ever been. But I tell you something else: the styling. That's what yeah. that's what sells those cars. And the, interior. The, style, the interiors Just, are gorgeous. They're beautiful cars. They they they, make, they build a beautiful car. Yes. I see. I'm weird. I either like really old Jags or really new Jags. I don't like 80s, 90s Jags as much. Uh, I mean, mm, I like well, them all. I, yeah. I'm, I'm that's a, Jag a good guy. thing. Yeah, I love Jags. That's well, a good thing you don't like them. I, I wouldn't want to own one, but uh, I don't want a small block Chevrolet. Yeah, it's heartbeat. got a yeah, small block. Now that'd be the way to own it. Actually. I like that. I, and his LS ones, I love it. But anyway, so we're talking about the Ford Thunderbird, which was a Jag Lincoln Ford collaboration with the LS and uh, the uh, what X Type Jag, right? Yeah. But anyway, so S Type S Type Jag. The uh, I thought the S Types got a four liter in them. Uh, some of them did. They made a S Type R. Um, the X Type was front wheel drive. It had a three liter Duratec in it. Right. Like it was a Ford Taurus. It was. It was yeah. <laughs> Our Contour Contour, wasn't it? You, I think you're right. Yeah, because yes. three liter. But, but this is the thing now. So we're, now we're talking about the four. No, the Contour was two point five Duratec. There you go. So you are. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <clears throat> but you know, we're talking about the man. Four why do we know this stuff? It scares me a little bit. Actually, let weird. me go on record and say I don't know that, and I'm shocked that anybody does. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> because we're car guys. That's why. Yeah, but we live this. Life. See, I draw a line in my car knowledge, though. I really the, uh, do. You got a line. Yeah, the Contour. I drew the line right there. Mr. GM, Mr. GM over here, and we know them all. But anyway, back, back, but back to the story, though. So we got this Ford Thunderbird, 2002-2005. And this car got a lot of press. I mean, I remember Motor Trend going insane over this car. I was at the Detroit Auto Show where it was debuted. And, and that's cool. I mean, there was a lot of buzz on this car. Celebrities, pre-orders. The first 25,000 of these cars were sold over invoice, which is insane. Yeah. I remember actually... Uh, a very well-off brick mason in this tale. He bought one brand hammer new, and he ordered that kind of baby yellow with the yellow yeah. and black insides. They used uh, all the Easter egg colors, like back in the day on the baby birds. Oh, uh, yeah. They, and, uh, yeah. well, they were bringing back. It's that nostalgia boom. It's kind of like a 55 Thunderbird and a Volkswagen Bug made a baby. And that's what it very, was Very, very accurate, actually. Yeah, I can't say they nailed the, new the Beetle, styling, but scarily accurate. They, they claim they designed it. They said the designers they brought out three Thunderbirds and had the designers hand wash them, and then they came up with the design for that car. I asked, were they blind? Should have gotten three detailers them. to come out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but you know, and it was a cool car. It had some neat styling points a little bit. They were neat. They were um, great driving. It cars. almost looks like an old T Bird with a facelift. Literally, like like it's pulled yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they hit the bill. You know, the, the, the they hit the mark on it. And I it mean, was a good size, like size ratio. I mean, it was a good size car. It was a comfortable car. It's a very plush car. If yeah, you know, nice if driver. you know anything about cars, you can definitely look at one and without a shadow of a you know doubt, a you know it's a T bird. You do. But so they definitely hit their mark there. Um, <clears throat> I don't like them. I mean, I just never have. I, I don't know. To me, they they fall in that same category as the PT Cruiser, and you know, just that. It's too bubbly. It's too it's a little more of a car than PT Cruiser. PT Cruiser was built for the masses. Well, I mean, these I agree, were built I agree for, with you These there. were higher end. I know what you're these saying. These are actually though. very expensive looks, cars, too. It looks a little too cheesy. It, it is. It almost looks like, you know, I hate to say almost like a cartoon drawing that's just so rounded off. It is. And, and I mean, they... 
you know, had a big chrome grill in it. And, of course, they were trying to mimic yeah, some I mean, of the. Yeah, I, I get it. And they nailed their mark. And, and, they, and they really did. did. I mean, you know it's a Thunderbird when you say it. And these cars, they had all these special editions. The Neiman Marcus edition. They had, and well, they, what else did they have? They had a, uh, uh, there was another one. It was the all-silver one, I think. Or yeah. Well, 50th anniversary. That was the all-silver one. Yeah, that was one. 2005. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Um, America we had one of those. No, no, I don't think they had I don't one think they had America one, but I know uh, that was Neiman Marcus I mean, on the 50th anniversary. Ford didn't sanction it if they did, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Very true. Um, we had a sil- one of the 50th anniversary ones when I worked at D&D, and this was in mid-2006, and I felt so bad. That car, uh, I would go out and jump the battery off every couple months and take it around well and that was the thing i mean by this time I sales gave went that car to nothing at that point on those cars um but and i mean like i said i actually own one i bought it at the night sale it you was know, a neiman marcus edition but it's a nice car you, but i mean you know it's actually it kind of odd to see one now you really don't see them every um, once while you see one the bottom has fell out in them they're extremely cheap usually um for good reason because it does have a 3.9 v8 yeah it. i was about to say think of the power plant i mean what if they had, what would have been around back then uh, four, four six, six. yeah much better car if they done that. Uh, didn't have the room for a four six in there. A little no, tight over there. Three point nines are pretty compact, and yeah. they're great driving cars. They are good driving cars, and and they're peppy for what they are. I mean, they, they yeah, they're high good RPM V eight. Yeah. See, to me, realistic. I don't know. To me, putting the what, three nine. Yeah, three to me, nine. Put, putting that in there is kind of like what they did with the Prowler. They made a, and I'm not calling the. Uh, I'm not calling the uh, the T-Bird a awesome car, but you know I'm gonna compare it to the Prowler and say that they made two old but awesome looking cars, and they way underdone them. Oh, and at least it, it was a V8 and a Thunderbird. No, I agree with you there. But at least you I can't mean, put duels on it. Actually, you, had duels on you know, you the really, Prowler had as much horsepower. Yeah, yeah, but with a V6. <laughs> yeah, but it still sounded like a playing card in the spokes when you put exhaust right. on it. Oh, very true. I don't know. I just, I just think, and, and no, you couldn't really use the Mustang platform to do the car properly. Um, too wide, too short. Yeah, exactly. But I think you could have set up a little bit different platform. I think you could have squeezed a four six under that car and really, really gave it some, you know, some uh, guts. Well, if you got to think about it. I'll be honest with you. I think about horsepower wise, yeah, it's it about higher. neck and neck with a GT Mustang, or it's maybe a little, a little higher. Yeah, I think it was like two eighty. That's not shocking either. <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, I tell you what else ain't shock is these commercial breaks. Yeah, they keep going Same every time. time, guys. Stay tuned. We got more hot rods and happy hour right here on one zero six three W O R D. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right. What's happening, dude? I got a feeling that me and you are going to get our butts handed to us on this next one. <laughs> because Richard Hoskins, Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru. Slash all things odd dodge. It's probably going to slaughter us on this. <laughs> yeah, actually, this is right in his I'm gonna wheelhouse. Go, I'm going to go ahead and check out my automotive I think, knowledge I think right it's now. a great time for us to take a bathroom break yeah. and just hand the mic over to Richard. <laughs> We're talking about the Dodge Rampage. So it's a little Daytona. It's a little truck. It's kind of it's it's Charger. It's an oh, L, okay. It's L body platform. <laughs> I'll day, just shut up. The Daytona is a G body. The L body is a little bit smaller, but it, it is. Uh, Based on the, it was the Omni, uh, I can't even think of what it was called, two-door that became the Charger, and uh, then they started making little pickup trucks out of them. And Which was basically, what they did was, is knock the struts out of the back, put put it on shocks, and made like a, a bed insert for a hatchback truck, and yep. or a hatchback car, and boom, you have the Rampage. And they're torquey little cars, they had a 2.2 um, from the factory, and naturally everyone I think on the road now has a turbo on it. 
Well, I mean, well, so they were carbureted, and they're still a unibody front-wheel drive configuration, right? Yeah, yeah. So a front-wheel drive pickup truck. This would be the equivalent to the Volkswagen Rabbit. Also another good one to talk about. Also related, in fact. Um, the Omni platform was designed after the Rabbit, and they actually shared some components. The early Omnis. Really? And Chargers actually had a Volkswagen engine. I feel smarter talking to yeah, Richard. Yeah, I'm just. So I mean, this thing weighed 2,400 pounds. It was light with a 2.2 carbureted, straight four. 96 horsepower and I think 135 foot pounds of torque. With a three-speed automatic or a four-speed manual later transmission. Later a five-speed. And and then of course later on went on the five-speed. And then actually came up with a rebadged, oh, a half-ton rating in 1983. <laughs> a Okay, the truckload capacity of this thing was 1,145 pounds for a true half-ton rating. This compared favorably to General Motors' El Camino that would only hold 1,250 pounds. You want to know why? Because it's not meant to haul anything in. But this is what's crazy. A front-wheel drive, four-cylinder truck is compared to a V8 rear-wheel drive, (laughs) full-frame El Camino. I mean, that blows my mind. Mopar or no car? I'm telling that one's that one hurt a little bit. You know, like they, they hit me right down the trailer park. Well, well, I mean, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, I'm over here like I'm over here like I'm over here like El Camino life, and look at him like a poser. And the next yeah. thing you know, you're trying to tell me that this that this this little fire ant can haul more than my El Camino. Let, let me let me, uh, let me explain something, and let me put my fist up in defense of GM here. GM understood that they were making a car that you could put a sack of you know manure in the back of the end or you know you need to haul a piece of plywood but you still want to roll in your what looks like a chevelle in the front end you know gm or at the time monte carlo if you got choo-choo but uh you know gm understood that that's all this was meant to do dodge is over here trying to do big things with nothing it's like mighty mouse i mean it's a little front wheel drive four-cylinder pickup truck and they're hauling fifth wheel campers with it you you want to take the life expectancy of your rampage to you know next to nothing i tell you what that's uh, a, that's a rampage on my soul right there reading that that, that 2.2 is bulletproof Really? Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine seeing a fifth wheel pull behind one? And, and the I'm going to tell you something I've never group. heard is Chrysler and Bulletproof used in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. put a turbo on it. Those <laughs> two things usually aren't synonymous with each other Those at all. Those don't go hand in hand. Uh, 2.2 is a great motor. Um, it, was, it, it, it fits what that car was made to do very well. But that's What very, was that car made to do? Be a little car that's a truck. It's a runaround. <laughs> but but you think about it, though. It's kind of handy because it was a smaller, so it's like S10 size, Good I gas guess. mileage. Good gas it's mileage. It's way smaller but, but than if you wanted, But I, if you wanted I, to I go, imagine a lady would buy that who lived alone with her cat so she can haul all her cat food in it and put her flower pots in the back. To, well, but, I mean, it is the perfect vehicle for something yeah, like that. You can do it's that. It's a city truck. I, I guess that's what I would call that's it. That's a good it's way a city of putting truck. it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's kind of cool. And we actually had It's kind of cool, huh? When I was younger. No, well, I'm saying that in a nice way. <laughs> that's like my radio way of saying move on. <laughs> and, th- but that's the th- that's the thing that's crazy about. It. We actually had one at the shop. Me and my dad were talking about. It today. I think I think that's what they told their designer too when he got me, done with me that. and the old man. Move well, they, well, they made them for several years. That's yeah, the did. thing. Um, but the thing that was crazy about it is, is me and my dad were actually talking about. Well, we actually had one at the shop, and I mean, I was <laughs> probably eight yeah. when this thing was at the shop. We built the motor in it. 
It was actually for a guy that worked at a trucking company that we were working on their trucks, and somehow we got suckered into working on this thing. But it was a bright red Dodge. It was actually in good shape. It had like rally stripes on it and all this stuff. Yeah, that was a thing. But but I mean, <laughs> and Richard said, actually, that's a thing. <laughs> so like, I know you're on the forums and all this stuff. Is there a rampage, guys? Oh uh, hell yes! Oh, uh, my buddy I don't Kevin, want to no one, but my buddy Kevin Franzen's got a yellow one with a turbo, like a drivetrain, out of my car in it. Really? That's what most of them are now. But I mean, there are some old guys. Like they're hot. Uh, if you can find a nice one, like they're they have value. What kind of money? I mean, what what, what put put us in a good say, rampage? Say you find a nice one, you know, old man's car, eighty, ninety thousand miles or less. That's been sorted, you know, just gone through, and it's in good running condition. Can bring seven, eight, nine grand. Man, I can, I can think of so many better ways to spend seven to nine grand. No, you're not going to tow half a ton with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways, I think it's got a better, better resale value than some El Camino. It's got food. a better resale than my Daytona does. What? That's insane. <laughs> I, I can, I can put you in a 500 horsepower Caprice wagon that can haul that much and more. For yeah, but the same price. Yeah, but it's not sexy like the Rampage. No. <laughs> I know. Easy. I know. Easy. Lord, Lord, I would never have thought in my life that I would be talking to the masses. Keep in mind the thou- hundreds of thousands of people we talk to via via the airwaves and online. And I'm in the middle of a discussion talking about what's sexier, a Dodge Rampage <laughs> or a 91 Caprice Station Wagon. That's, Lord, I won't and, tell and you And I something. feel insulted right now. I, you know what? I put me in this. I actually consider myself a cool car guy, and I'm in the middle of this. <laughs> well, I'm a cool car guy. You, you got me. You got me questioning myself now. Have you ever seen the direct connection ones? <laughs> they had direct connection they rampages. Sure They're Santa Fe blue and silver, and they look like a Shelby Charger. He knows the colors. Yeah, yeah. Santa, Bla- Santa Fe blue and Sebring silver. I'm gonna tell you something. If I'm ever like on collector car, who wants to be a millionaire? Like collector Dodge, who wants to be a millionaire? That's my friend. I phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, There's yeah. one. Oh my god! It's a direct connection. Almost like a Shelby. Yeah. That is so cool. Look at it. check that out. Tell me that's not sexy. <laughs> that is actually. I mean, it looks like a Shelby Daytona. Shelby Charger. Or Shelby Charger, but with a pickup truck bed. That is cool as crap. Um, Richard, yes. you know, you and I. Yeah, and mind you, I understand we're a few years apart. I kind of like that. But you and I have a different depiction in our mind of what <laughs> sexy is. You don't like a cat like Alante either, so that's really bothering yeah, me. You don't I know either. what you're talking about. I just have good taste. I listen, don't know son, <laughs> listen, son, there's just some things you don't joke about. <laughs> <laughs> no, See, up. me and Richard watch Dallas. That's the difference. You never watched Dallas. Yeah, I yeah, guess you, I'm thankful for that, actually. You and, don't uh, understand. I mean, J.R. Ewan drove one. Yeah, I don't care. I watched Bobby get punched in the mouth across the hood of Alante. You Check know, it out. Here's um, one with a pop cap on it. Oh, my goodness. There's a camper on <laughs> the Rampage. That's, that's, that's all things bothered. wrong with the world. That's bothersome in a major way. Um, you know, um, what's the guy off the TV show Bitch and Rides, a uh, leprechaun dude? Dave, Dave Kendig. <laughs> yes, Dave Kendig. He drove a wagon, so, I mean, you know. Yeah. So I'm sure Neil Armstrong probably rode one too. Probably it's a hearse, but still, and you know, and I mean, they're fine. I mean, lots of celebrities, a lot of people fix up Caprice Station wagons. I'll give you that. I give you a hard time purely because you own one. That's why. <laughs> but are I'm, they my cup of tea? No. I'm but going, I do like I'm going out and buying a '65 Malibu tomorrow. <laughs> First of all, you can't find one. Second, <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Yeah, you know, and 
I want to tell you something. I mean, there, I mean, and some people don't like sixty-five Chevelles. I mean, everybody's different. I haven't met that person yet. I don't think. Yeah, Actually, I, I haven't, haven't either. I but haven't still, met that person yet. So there's some people that don't prefer them. I mean, it is what it is. Well, some some people are to. blind too, but that's you, beside the point. You know what? Good pound. Pound. You redeemed yourself. You know you don't like Alantes. Yeah, after taking that shot at the rampage. Exactly. Richard's like, Richard's like, I'll forgive but never forget. You remember that one time? He's talking, he's talking garbage about rampages? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Rampage could take out the garbage, too. 1,200 pounds of it, to be exact. 1,000 pounds worth. Half ton of garbage right here. Without breaking a sweat. That's insane. I bet you that thing did break a sweat with 1,180 pounds in it. Probably would. I broke a sweat reading that. It was a little sketch. I would love to see one loaded down. I'm just throwing that out there. I'll tell you something else we're loaded down with. These commercial breaks, son, they keep coming up on us. They pour it all over us like molasses. Yes, they do. All right, guys, stay tuned. We got more Hot Rods and Happy Hour coming up right now. On 1063 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rods! What's happening, dude? Richard! What's happening, Upset? How about the world? <laughs> What do you think, how do you think people in Australia that listen to us think? I'm sorry. Oh, that, that you was know really what? Can I get off topic for a second? Can I get off topic for a sec? Is this about a kangaroo? <laughs> it's about, then oh, it's about a kangaroo. Yeah. 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 That's cool. <laughs> so, so, you know. Permission granted. I, I'm thinking this happened. So, you know, we've been asking Nigel to send us a kangaroo. From and a, one spotted. And then one spotted. It was on 85 or what was it, on 26? Somewhere. A kangaroo. What? Yes. A marsupial. A marsupial right here in town. They had to capture it. You know, and, and WSPA that could have been ours. WSPA put this out, and I sent him a letter. I said, like, "I want to adopt him." You know, yeah, really? I want, I want to take we want to bring him back home. Yeah, I want to give him a loving home. You, you might know? have to throw hands a couple times first, but yeah, I learn. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna be like, "What's up?" I'm gonna give him some uh, good old box. I this. I'm we, could, we could buy a Dodge Rampage to haul him in. Quit kicking me! I'm gonna feed you. I don't know. I think then things might get a little bit, uh, a little bit bigger than that. They don't, don't get a thousand. Pounds. Don't try to give him a pet. Cure, I've heard though. They they that makes them mad. They don't yeah, like that. That, that, but, that would make, make yeah. animals mad, I think. But we can definitely put koozies in their pouch and have them handed out at car shows. That would be, be cool. Uh, can I drink beer with it? That's a party game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know what? I think, I think a, can, a kangaroo could probably put me under. Yeah. I think uh, a kangaroo could probably throw down on a six pack. I'm I just, think a kangaroo throw down on anybody, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, oh, you got a pit bull? I've got a kangaroo. I got a marsupial. Yeah. <laughs> pouch. My kangaroo would just lean back on his tail and double stomp your uh, pit bull. Yeah, really? <laughs> so. We've been talking about one-hit wonders and marsupials today on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. And, and, you know, as, as Odd we, Rod we got been, us a little off We have been hopping around on we subjects. We have been hopping around a little bit. But let's kind of get back oh on God. subject. That's so, so terrible. That we're going we're to get, get back on the subject at hand, and we're talking about one-hit wonder cars. we got a few well, honorable well, mentions. Well, let's just bounce right into this, shall we? That's oh what I'm saying. Stop. Hey, we'll hop to it. But... The uh, <laughs> can we just put the uh, put just the kangaroo put, put story the in the pouch? Stuff in your pouch and <laughs> just, just put this in your pouch and just forget about it. So, anyways, we got a few honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. How about I've got one right here? I've got a good one that All we right. didn't even mention the Buick Riata. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like 
And there's actually a club ever, in Charlotte of guys that drive these things around. Do you ever think you'd hear a Riata? I got a feeling like they probably eat at KW Cafeteria. That was the early two thirds. That's Did, the two thirds of your life crisis. No <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever think that you would hear a Riata on honorable mention list? Yeah, really. That's the only time. <laughs> Ooh, that's a rough one. I tell you what, give me one, Rod. Prowler. Prowler is a good one. You know, they checked a lot of boxes, but that one box, the horsepower department, they killed it. And they didn't make them that long, man. Which, I mean, let's well, they face what, it. five years? They made five years. Let's face it. I mean, that's not a car that was going to stand the test of time. No, 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 no You're no, not going to see third and fourth generation. Well, that powers. and the whole Plymouth going away thing at the end. No, just out of curiosity, do you think you'll ever see the pop-up of, of a Prowler again? No. Probably not. I think they've learned their lesson with that one. I uh, think if they've done a better job with it, which I, I mean, now keep else, in mind, the value stayed up decent on them. Yeah, well, the value's great on them. Well, it's not insane. It's about like SSR, but they like they went down a little, but they've stayed there. Yeah, they they plenty yeah, yeah, going up for five grand. <clears throat> That'd be kind of cool. No, I mean, oh god, I bought this here Prowler at the night sale. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> had the wheel knocked off of it. A lot, a lot of those happen, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, when you don't have fenders. They even had the little trailer, the, <laughs> the matching did. trailer. You can buy yeah. the trailer. So, how about you, Richard? Mm, good honorable mention. Well, I uh, He drives one, actually. Well, my car isn't really a one. Eh, they I made the know. ATS. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the uh, Dodge he's got. Uh, the Daytona? Oh, yeah. They made them for 10 years. Yeah, they made them a long time. And mm. they had a Chrysler version for three years. Um, Chrysler. So I don't know. I just thought it was oddball. I don't. I'd say the Shelby Dodge cars. You can't really call it a one-hit wonder because there's like Omnis? thirty of them. Yeah. GLHS. Those were cool cars. Yeah. Goes I mean, it was like, like a Chevette, more. but a Chrysler and fast. GLHS literally true. stands for "Goes Like Hell Some More." The some GLH more. was "Goes Like Hell," and when Shelby, I know decided, what LHS stands for. Mm-hmm. We can't say that on the radio. Uh, yeah, those different. Cool. Talk about another horrible car. What was what do they call that? The front end on those things? What do they call it? Uh, Cab Ford. Yeah, Cab Ford. Cab Ford, Ford styling. They weren't really <clears throat> horrible though. Uh, they were actually well, except for the two point sevens. They were horrible. oh the two seven. Uh, <laughs> and then they came into the new three hundreds and yeah, and kept that motor. Yeah, and kept that motor. The worst engine probably ever made. Those things blew with about two point seven miles. How long did the yeah. uh, Dodge Stratus run? Oh man, from '96. Yeah, a to long time, actually. 2005. Yeah, and then they run you know the Avengers too, which was yeah. the two door version of the Stratus. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, the Avenger was a good selling car too. It still is, actually. Yeah, the Avenger nah. was basically the new Eclipse. Was on yeah, the it new was Eclipse a, it was an Eclipse with rear seat room. Yeah, so it was like a longer Eclipse. But I mean, there's so many good cars. I tell you another Cadillac, the Catera. Katara was a good car, but like Great you car. said, you couldn't on, get parts. Yeah, you just once something happened to it. It's an Opal. That's it. <laughs> it was an Opal. What um, about the what about the GTO? You know what? In a lot of ways, that was a one hit wonder. GM didn't do anything but knock the emblems off of Holden and put well, Pontiac badges on it. Well, I mean, GM's been on that kick for a little and while. I don't want. I got to tread lightly because my good buddy Danny Huber, he has one, he has and a they're cool cars. His is a beautiful. I would own a GTO today. I like the G8 just a hair better. I would own a GTO today, though. My buddy just bought a G8. I, I love those cars. He traded in a six-speed WS6 Trans Am. I think he'd be good. Have kids? <clears throat> yes, he does actually. <laughs> that makes sense. But I mean, <clears throat> all the cars during that time—you're talking about the G8s, the GTOs, your CTSVs, your uh, even down to your Cobalts and uh, uh, the Caprices they came out with, the and the SS. All those are holding cars that America just rebadged with and put bow ties on. 
the, that's the reason the SS didn't take off. There's your one hit wonder. Mm. Is it was a not as good looking, not as cool version of a G8. Uh, it was a very cool looking Malibu though. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a very yeah. styled out Malibu, which is another one of the uh, cars from over there. Yeah, um, from but, over there, yeah, from, from across the pond with <laughs> Nigel. Uh, that's but, a big pond. That's a big pond. But it's kind of yeah, like the to S- the left and down. The SS <laughs> is a great one hit wonder, and it is a very very awesome car that even today you see a lot of people look at them and still don't know what they are. I got a whole brand that's a one hit wonder. How about a Daewoo? <laughs> now, no. even overseas, they're extremely popular still. But here, here it, was the, it was the Mercedes collaboration with Daewoo. Do you know marketed <clears throat> them as well. Yeah. Um, Do you know, and this has been, uh, I, I probably haven't been to Greenwood in about a year or so now, maybe maybe two years. Um, but there was, the last time I've been down there, there was a Daewoo dealership that, that's still there with the signage. I mean, obviously, it's not open. <laughs> no but one's set foot in yeah, it. I've got a feeling you can't get an inventory there. <laughs> obviously, the parking lot is well grown over, but the Daewoo signage and all I've that got is a still funny, there. I've got a funny used car story for you. There was a lady, and I feel a little bad about this, but... No, you don't. Not, not anymore. And, uh, <laughs> all right, so this lady calls me up. She has a Ford Taurus. That her grandmother left her. Hmm. It was a nine. What was the last year for the for the square body, the pretty SHO horses? Uh, ninety five. Five speed ones. Ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. It was a ninety five Ford Taurus. It had forty one thousand actual miles on it. Mm-hmm. It was a three OV six, power windows, door locks, leather, aluminum wheels. White with all white trim. I mean, it was a good looking Taurus. Had a sunroof and everything. Yeah, those are pretty cars. Her it's grandmother left her this car. And she called me up to sell it. I bought this car for $700. Now, this was in 2002, three. Right. All right. 41,000 miles. Do you know what she drove? A 2003 Daewoo. Oh, man. With 130,000 miles on. She sold me that Taurus. That is probably still on the road today. I would have kept the tourists. I'm yeah. just saying. I felt so bad driving away. <laughs> Did you I, ever? I, I can see that. Do you remember them ugly day woos that had the up? <laughs> the, the, like, where's the pretty one at? <laughs> no, the really rounded back one, the two door one that had the really hatched off. You just the, described every one of them. You got a valid point. I mean, they're, they're just hideous. Yeah, they're yeah. And what's up with the emblem? It looks like like a whirlpool dishwasher emblem or something. Well, that's probably what they make. Besides, uh, besides that's probably what cars. they turned them into. Now yeah. they recycled them. All right, guys. I tell you what, I want to thank everybody for playing along. We've had a lot of fun talking about these one hit wonders today on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1063 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.